Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on power electronics technologies and products featured on powerelectronicsnews.com and through other Aspencore media publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial and consumer. Here is your host, Editor-in-Chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and EEWeb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio. Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of Power Up. Today, we dive deep into the world of semiconductor innovation with an interview featuring Pierre-Yves Lissécher, the newly appointed CEO of FinWave Semiconductor. FinWave, an MIT-founded startup, has been making waves with its patent 3D GAN technology, promising to revolutionize the landscape of energy-efficient 5G, 6G communications, but also data centers, automotive, IoT, and beyond. We explore the remarkable advancements in linearity, manufacturing, and applications that 3D GAN technology brings to the forefront. So let's talk with Pierre-Yves. So today we will talk about GAN for 5G, 6G for mobile communications. Before that, uh, please introduce yourself. Tell us more about your background. So my name is uh, Pierre-Yves Secher. I am the uh, CEO of uh, FinWave Semiconductor, and we are a VC-funded uh, startup out of uh, MIT uh, that is focused on GAN on silicon for RF and power applications. Uh, my background is I have a uh, degree in material science. I have uh, spent uh, my entire career in the semiconductor industry, both working in companies on semiconductor devices, uh, semiconductor equipment, uh, optoelectronics, um, and now uh, I am uh, at FinWave uh, for the last uh, five months. Yeah, so as um, I mentioned um, at the introduction, uh, Uh, let's talk about uh, 3D GAN technology. So could you explain what 3D GAN technology, what motivated the development of this, uh, this one? How did it originate from MIT? So the, the GAN uh, FinFET was originally conceived at MIT using the, uh, the first uh, silicon FinFET as an inspiration in order to address the uh, punch-through leakage problem of GAN. The, the physics with regard to better static control with lower off-state leakage is the same as with uh, silicon FinFETs. Uh, additionally, uh, new benefits were, were discovered at the MIT team uh, as the MIT team uh, continued research into GAN FinFETs or, or nano, nanowire FETs, as they are uh, called sometimes, which included the improvement of transistor linearity. So Bin Lu, uh, Thomas Palacios, Uh, the founders of the company and other grad students that worked with them uh, were involved in these discoveries uh, of, of FinFET. So to, to understand, you know, the, the original intent was not uh, to improve linearity, but that was something that was discovered uh, as they continued that, that, that work on electro electrostatic control mostly. Um, and the technology has been patented as a result and um, is licensed exclusively to FinWave. Um, 
3D GANs um, can make extensive use of the uh, derivative super, superposition principle, which greatly reduces the uh, GM uh, derivatives, which is the dominant source of non-linearities in uh, all field effect uh, devices, you know. And this dramatic improvement in linearity um, over 10 dB has been measured and published for both uh, PAs and uh, LNAs, you know, power amplifiers and low noise amplifiers. Yeah, how, how this uh, 3D GAN would improve linearity in power amplifiers and low noise amplifiers for 5G, 6G, next application. So what are mm, other potential applications and industry? Uh, related industries that can benefit from this technology. I can think about uh, data centers, automotive, and IoT, but also others. So the the, the linearity improvement, uh, I, I I think I explained it. You know, it's through the uh, the uh, the reduction in the uh, GM derivatives. You know, so which is the uh, as I said the source, the dominant source of non-linearities in all field effect uh, devices. Uh, one one particularly interesting uh, area is for communications, you know, 5G, 6G, both on the infrastructure side and the handset side. Um, uh, in automotive, uh, th there is maybe less of a need uh, for linearity. And, and, and uh, so I, I would think that the, the primary benefit will be in communication uh, applications, you know, both infrastructure and handset. And when we talk about infrastructure, we're talking about um, you know fixed wireless access, uh, customer pr premise equipment, uh, base station. You know, there's a variety of uh, infrastructure uh, applications that will benefit from this uh, advancement in technology. So let's talk about uh, manufacturing and uh, scalability. So uh, may you elaborate uh, on the manufacturing process of uh, 3D GAN technology, uh, especially its use. Uh, of eight inch CMOS fabs and advanced uh, photolithography. Um, so how does uh, thin wave address the, the short channel effect and enable the scalability of uh, GAN solutions, of GAN transistors? So, you know, that's a good question. You know, similarly to, uh, to silicon fin fats, you know, the, the 3D GAN transistors provide a much better electrostatic control of the channel and allow for superior scaling ability over planar devices. Uh, 3D GAN FinFET, uh, the, the, the transistor of the 3D GAN FinFET changes the shape, uh, as I explained earlier, of the transistor's uh, transconductance curve, reducing the uh, second derivative, which is the, the source of uh, third order harmonics and non-linearity of power amplifiers. And higher linearity power amplifiers can enable better energy efficiency for wireless communications and allows also for reduced need for uh, digital pre-distortion. Uh, some as I said earlier, you know, some applications as data center and automotive might, might not benefit from uh, the, the full linearity improvement, you know. Um, and I think you were asking this time, I think I got the answer a bit confused. You were asking about the, the scale of it in its eight inch, you know, and the, the 3D GAN technology is built on, on top of, um, of uh, our FinWave, uh, unique eight, most, um, eight inch CMOS compatible GAN on silicon technology platform, which utilizes a patented new AP structure that enables low contact resistance 
and high uniformity uh, of uh, contact resistance. You know, we have a repossibility of contact resistance and, and our uh, recess etching from wafer to wafer and across wafer, you know, and that enables us to build um, E-mode uh, GAN FETs, which are particularly uh, interesting for a uh, handset application. Um, this technology platform that we have developed, you know, our uh, patented eight-inch structure, intrinsically enables uh, more slow scaling of, of GAN, you know, uh, by maintaining good channel electrostatic uh, control. You know, it's a, it's a reduced short channel effect. And then when the gateless is, st is uh, scaled, we, we can maintain that uh, excellent uh, electrostatic uh, channel electrostatic uh, control. The, the 3D GAN FinFET structure can be used to further improve the, the, the channel effects, but it's not necessarily needed for every situation. I want you to understand that. And uh, what, while, you know, and if we compare that to, to silicon, you know, while the silicon MOSFETs can achieve a very high uh, FT and, and Fmax, you know, high frequencies, they're unable to generate much power at high frequencies. And this is where GAN really shines and is where our focus is, you know, high frequency power amplifier, which can transmit substantially higher RF power that can be done with any other technology. So it's that combination of, of power and high frequency. Yeah. So the the advantages. Um, so if we we should talk about in terms of advantages with competitor with competing technologies. So you are talking about GAN on silicon, not GAN on silicon carbide for RF, right? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. So let's understand uh, advantages in in in, the, in details about uh, uh, GAN on silicon, so 3D GAN, your technology with silicon MOSFET, but also other GAN uh, technology for uh, 6G that are using uh, silicon carbide like substrate. So the the, the main difference here is uh, we we have uh, much lower cost because they. Uh, uh, a silicon wafer is a lot cheaper than a silicon carbide wafer, and we have uh, the ability to utilize the uh, fully depreciated eight-inch fabs uh, that, that exist in the industry, and we do not have to uh, customize uh, the equipment or the process. You know, we, we can run our um, Ganon silicon in a uh, normal CMOS fab with very little adaptation, and I think that's one of the key advantages of Ganon silicon. It's cost and utilizing existing infrastructure. And talking about uh, future prospects and uh, innovation, so um, could you provide insights on uh, into uh, FinWave future plans and upcoming technologies in the pipeline? So uh, one of the uh, technologies we're, uh, we're working on is E-mode uh, RFETs, as I mentioned earlier, for uh, handset uh, RF front-end applications. And this is enabled by our uh, eight-inch Gannon silicon platform. Uh, it's the same technology platform that can also enable much uh, a much better figure of merit for low-voltage uh, DC-DC converter applications, such as 48-volt uh, uh, converters for data centers. You know, so it's a platform. Uh, we have the ability to do D-mode uh, for infrastructure, E-mode for a uh, field effect transistor but as well uh, with some adaptation uh, power uh, converter applications, you know. Okay. 
And um, talking about uh, just my last one question before concluding. So talking about collaboration uh, with uh, academics, universities. So do you have in plan uh, uh, some uh, opportunity collaboration that you can share? Well, you know, so currently that's also answering your, your prior question. And this one maybe combined is currently, you know, we build our products on uh, eight inch wafers. But uh, 12 in Jan uh, on silicon is very much on our roadmap, you know. Mm-hmm. So for the, the sub-terahertz frequencies being discussed for 6G and some other applications, you know, uh, government and military application, uh, we have the ability with additional uh, gain length uh, scaling beyond what 8-inch fabs can do today. Um, remember, 8-inch and 12-inch fabs have different Uh, generations of lithography. So when you go to 12 inch, you can scale significantly uh, to lower uh, size transistors. Um, And these are things that we're exploring both with academia and with uh, industry partners, you know. There's, there's all, there are many other interesting development we're pursuing, but many of what, many of the things that are in the future, we're we're choosing not to make public at this time because we're uh, we're a small company trying to protect our, Absolutely. You mentioned 12, 12 inches. Uh, so um, talking about, um, so I, I guess that this is a, a, a challenge when you are moving from 8 to 12. It's a, it's a challenge also in terms of process, but also to the reliability for the final devices. Yes, definitely. As you, as you scale, uh, you know, the effect that we talked about, short channel or punch through, becomes more uh, problematic. So this is something that we we have to continue working on, but we're very confident that in the future, I I don't think 12 inches on the horizon for the next two to three years, you know, you were asking us what's what's in the future, you know, so 12 inches in the future, it's not today. I think we have to demonstrate very strong uh, reliability today in eight inch. We will progressively scale down with an eight inch, you know, from, 250 uh, nanometer to 150 nanometer to 110. Uh, Eight-inch fabs, most eight-inch fabs can go to 90, possibly 65. So as we do that scaling inside eight-inch fabs, we will see how the reliability and especially the uh, you know the the gate dielectric uh, reliability uh, behaves and holds, and uh, and that will prepare the work for us to enter eight inch in into twelve inch in in a few years. I think this is not immediately on our uh, on our agenda. Okay, great. So thank you, thank you, Pierre Yves. Thanks a lot for this opportunity, and uh, stay in touch. Yes, thank you very much, uh, and uh, hope to talk to you soon. That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned with more news and technical aspects about power electronics. If you are listening to this on the podcast page at eetimes.com or powerelectronicsnews.com, links to articles on topics we have discussed are shown on this page. Power Up is brought to you by Aspencore Media. The host is Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio and the producer is James Ede.